Hey, what is up everybody? Welcome to the live stream tonight. Tonight I'm going to talk about the Matthew principle and biblical money. So I'm trying out a new microphone. Should be able to hear it now and not now. Hear it now. So hopefully that works. I didn't do a sound check, so if you can't hear me, let me know. It's uh, midnight, but I thought we would really dive into this. Um, like I said, I wanted to try the new microphone setup, see what you guys thought of it. If it sounds better uh, like this or better with these guys, I'm pretty sure it's going to sound better like this. So... I just got to get it dialed in, get a few people on here, and then we can jump straight into it. So, the bat of the Matthew principle. I'm tired. It's been a long day, but we got to talk about this. This is good stuff. Um, I want to be distributing this as the podcast too, so that's why I wanted to upgrade the microphone on this. Make sure we had a nice sound for the podcast so um i've been doing a boot camp all day and yesterday on the boot camp we talked about money a lot and i learned a lot of really good things about money and there's a particular verse in the bible in matthew 25 22 that says master you gave me two talents See, I've earned two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. So, and then it goes on in 2529. For to everyone who has, more will be given. For to everyone who has, more will be given. And he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. So why is this significant? What does it have to do with money? And how do we look at it in the Bible? So um, obviously there's going to be conflicting points of view on this. But this is something I have literally tested and been testing in my life. And I know other biblical entrepreneurs who test this type of money principle. From the Bible. So basically the story goes, um, there's three servants and these servants are given talents according to their abilities. So talents being these little coins, being uh, the ability to go and purchase something with these coins. They had something they could do with these coins. What's up real J Apex? Welcome. Uh, if you have a question, drop it down below. Let me know how the sound sounds with the new microphone. Um, so tonight I am talking about biblical money principles. So, and in fact, uh, pretty sure I know, yeah, uh, Real J Apex, um, I would love to know your opinion on this. Uh, maybe we could do some videos back and forth because um, uh, I'm really interested in biblical money principles. Everybody says that uh, the Bible is all spiritual and there's nothing in there for regular life. I have a lot of comments like that. 
Um, and I know from practicing it and trying it and praying about it, there's so many like life hacks in the Bible beyond the spiritual context of it. Obviously, I read it for that, but um, the older I get, the more I've read things and gone, you know, hey, this applies to this part of my life. And then I can test it, apply it, pray over it. And, and when it works, then I can go back and go, okay, yes. Then when other people back that up too, especially within the church, um, I think it gives a lot of context to things going on with that. So, hey, what's up, uh, YA Jeruz 21, Yajeruz 21, welcome. Um, so anyway, Matthew 25, 22, uh, just talks about the three servants. They're all given uh, a different set of coins. I think two of them are given two coins and one of them are given one coin. Uh, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, Yajaruz21. Um, dude, that's an awesome name. I like that. Uh, what do you think of the sound tonight? Let me know. Uh, I got a new microphone up on the rig here. Um, and I hope it sounds better than the earbuds that were clanking around in the other episodes I've been doing on the live stream. I hate that sound, so hopefully this sounds really good, and uh, I want to be able to distribute this as the podcast too, because we get some really good, uh, awesome, you're hearing good, nice. We get some really good discussions going on here, and I really think this is where the podcast is headed. Um, uh, hey, underscore one, underscore five, six, eight, welcome again. Uh, tonight we're talking about biblical money, like what does the Bible really say about our money? I'm not talking about the Dave Ramsey stuff tonight. I'm not talking about the get rich quick stuff. I'm not talking about the uh, prosperity gospel. We're talking about legitimate biblical money views. What do those look like? And specifically in Matthew 25, 22. So let me read it again. I read it right before everybody jumped on, but I want to read it again. So Matthew 25, 22 says, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I've earned two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Then he goes on in 2529 to say, For everyone who has more will be given, and he will have more than enough. But the one who does not have even what he has will be taken away from him. So this verse is crazy because this is literally studied in some of the top money colleges in the country. And financial institutions because that principle of everyone who has more will be given you've always heard it said that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and that principle from the bible is proven true in money science over and over and over and over again and so we can look at this a couple of different ways this verse can be figurative it can be literal and it can be a little of both um, I take the Bible a little of both ways. Uh, well, actually, a lot of both ways. I take the Bible a lot of both ways. I take the Bible as obvious spiritual truth, definite application to my salvation, my mission. But then I also take all the other subtleties that it has to teach us and train us for a good and well-lived life uh, as we build the kingdom. And so that's how I look at it. I am... Uh, unique in that view. Um, but I feel like God has called me to share that. So, um, and I have read the entire Bible several times and, um, I'm definitely not a Bible scholar. I'm definitely not a pastor. So this is coming from someone 
who I want to see the Bible work in every area of my life. I want to have the answers to what I'm looking for in every area of the life from the Bible. And I look for that and I find things that I can test, that I can see if they really work. And this is one of those verses that I just, I can't ignore because it works. And what I want to reveal tonight and share is why it works and how it's worked in my life. So I'll give you a little context of what's going on with this full verse here. There's three servants and a master. This kind of sets us up with the idea of like we're, we serve the kingdom. Uh, so our master is God. Our master is um, the Holy One. So how, which one of these servants do we want to be? We want to be the well done, good and faithful, faithful servant, right? Like I do. Uh, but when it comes to money, this is a very direct correlation because the talents are given out. So if I'm correct, I don't have the full verse in front of me here, but I've read it like a thousand times. So there's like three servants. Two of them are given two talents or two coins. You could say $2 or $200, or $2,000, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then one of them is given one coin or $100 or $1,000 or whatever that exchange would be. Um, and I look at this as God, this is everything that God puts on our life. Like according to our abilities, and it says that very clearly, each was given according to his abilities. So that means like, hey, if you've shown that you're going to be a good steward of the resources that you have, the talents being those coins, the the money that you have, the time that you have, the efforts that you have, the actual talents. I mean, that could be just like crossed over to literal talents, like uh, the ability to sing, the ability to talk on camera, the ability to uh, physically build something, the ability to paint or do lighting or whatever it is. Like if you use that well, you can be the well done, good and faithful servant, servant, and not one of them that uh, he actually, at the end of the story, he literally, the one that he gave one to, he takes that away and splits it between the other two because that one, basically, he was not happy with that servant because that servant did not go out and do this one thing that he's looking for, that the master is looking for. And I take this and I call this the Matthew principle of multiplication. And to me, this is how I do it in my life. I'm very sure of this, and I believe you should be as well. This is to be taken and understood as anything we're given. We are to multiply it. We are creative beings. We have the signature of the divine on us, and when we're given something, I don't care what it is, we're given a business card. Here's a business card. I'll show you the back of it. I won't tell you who's on the front of this. I forgot. Uh, but we're taking this and we're to do something with this, not throw it in a drawer. What could I do with this business card with the name and the number on the other side of this? I could multiply that. And how could I multiply that? By taking this contact and doing something with it. The person who's given a resource like this and buries it is the one that has what he has taken from him and given to those who have, and they will have more. God will add more to them because they've proven that they are good stewards of resources. 
And that has proven, absolutely proven in my life. I'm very sure of this, and I believe other people should be as well. So if you go and you mow a lawn, and you get $100 for mowing that lawn, probably a big lawn if you get $100. Well, I don't know what the price of gas these days. Probably $100 about right if, if it's a decent lawn. You do the edging, maybe trim a few of the, the shrubberies, stuff like that. You get 100 bucks. What are you going to do with that 100 bucks? Uh, you're going to put gas in your vehicle? Yeah, you're probably going to do that. Probably going to pay yourself a little so you can eat. Um, and then you're going to, you got to pay Uncle Sam. Uh, and then if you tithe, you're going to tithe. Um, or what are you going to do with that? Could you invest that back into that business? And here's where this gets crazy because people that do this literally find success. The people that take that money and they roll as much as they can back into that, back into the business, back into the resources to generate more resources and then hire people and expand that lawn team. And now they're doing 10 lawns a day at $100 a lawn. That's $1,000 a day. And now you got two or three people doing that. Then you expand to 30 lawns and 100 lawns. So now you're at $10,000 a day. So see how this is now multiplying? When you have $10,000 a day, uh, do you think that you're going to go out and buy a PlayStation? Like, is that the first thing you're going to buy? No. You're going to look at, okay, it's probably time to upgrade the vehicle. Like, I want a nicer vehicle. I want it to look sharp. This business is going well. Uh, I really want to rep it well. So you're going to throw some nice graphics on the side of that truck. You're going to make sure that truck has new tires. You might even get a newer truck and upgrade the actual vehicle. Instead of having a manual transmission, you might get that automatic transmission, get something that was made at least in the 2000s instead of the 90s or even the 80s. Uh, something that doesn't smoke out the back, something that runs well. Now you're multiplying. Now you've paid some people to help you. You're improving their lives. And this to me is the core of entrepreneurship. The spirit of an entrepreneur is someone who looks to multiply, looks to, to take a risk with their time and their money and their efforts and multiply that. Not for the gain of money. And that's what's really interesting here. For the gain of the kingdom. And this is what these guys went out, or, or girls, or whatever, these servants. They're serving the master. We're serving the master. And so I put myself in that position. I often do this with the stories in the Bible. I take myself and I drop myself right into that story. And I go, okay, how does this look from my POV? How does this look if I'm looking at the master? And he's handing me two talents. He gives me two of these, whatever they're worth. I go out and I invest them. So one went out and invested them and risked them and doubled the money. The other went out and invested it in a safer investment and earned interest on it. So it was a smaller amount of money, maybe 15, 20%, 8%, whatever, you know, good return on it. But it was safer. It wasn't a big risk. Those two, he said, well, to one of them, he said, but to those two, he was happy. He was happy with both of those guys. And the one that took the one talent and went and hid it in the ground, it says he hid it in the ground. And he told his master, he said, I knew you were a hard master to please. So I wanted to make sure that this was safe for you. 
That guy did nothing. He dug a hole and dropped it in it. He bought the PlayStation. He went and bought more fast food. He went to the bar. He went and just blew it on fast food. He went and uh, bought alcohol with it. He went and bought cigarettes with it. He went and bought whatever with it. That was not a multiplication act. Now, we all have to buy food. We have to buy necessities, obviously. We have to have an apartment to live in or a house or whatever that is. But this guy went and dug a hole, dropped it in. What's up, Slick Slim? Welcome. Uh, we're talking about biblical money. So this guy, he just buries it in the ground. And he says, here you go, master. I knew you were hard to please. And the master calls him wicked. He takes it away from him. He sends this guy away. And he splits that coin or that talent or whatever it was. We don't, you know, we don't know exactly, but we have a good idea. It was probably some sort of silver coin. But um, and he sends that coin into with the other two servants, and says to one of them, to the one that that greatly multiplied the resource. He says, "Well done, good and faithful servant." That is what I want to hear because this now ties in with my whole life, not just my spiritual life. And I think that's something really, really important to look at. So when we go out and when we earn income, when we earn income from a job or a side hustle and we look on, all right, Lord, how can I take this? You've been good. You've given me this. Uh, this is increase. Thank you. How do I take this and how do I multiply it? And like I said, with a business card, with, um, I'm trying to look at what else I have on my desk here, a sticky note, whatever, whatever it is, what could we do to multiply? You write a name or a number on here. How do you multiply that relationship into other relationships and into fruitful relationships that actually build the kingdom that help us with our businesses, help us with our churches, help us. Uh, with ourselves, this could be finding someone in your life. You've been given a good teacher, a good pastor, a good friend, uh, maybe a great boss. And you know they know some things. And you're like, hey, Lord, thank you for that. How am going to multiply that relationship? What do I do to take that? And instead of just going like, hey, thanks, boss, peace. You know, I'm going to burn off early for today. You're like, hey, what could I do to help clean up? What could I do to go the extra mile? And by the way, when we get off today, could I buy you a cup of coffee and pick your brain about a few things? I really have some questions about how you got to where you are because I want to multiply my life. And that is well done, good and faithful servant. In my opinion, in my experience, that is when God says, hey, you're doing well. Here is more. And the next part of that verse goes on to say something crazy. This is something that they have literally observed in some of the, the top money colleges and finance departments across the country. For everyone who has, more will be given. That's what he did. He took those two servants. They had, they multiplied. Well done. I'm going to take the coin from this guy that didn't do anything with it and I'm going to give it to you. Because you invested in a safe investment and or you invested and risked it in a well-meaning way doesn't mean we always win that investment but we do 
we're wise with it and we go, hey, how do I multiply that? And that, William Ozzy, what's up? Welcome, welcome. If you have a question, drop it down below. Seriously, uh, appreciate you guys being here and I hope the new mic sounds good. But when we multiply, that's when God says, well done. And guys, this works like magic. Okay, I'm not here to give financial advice. I'm not a pastor, but I'm a mentor. I'm sharing with you what has worked for me and what I've proven to work in my life and in the lives of people that are my mentors. And I want to share it with you guys so that next time you get a bonus at work, next time you make a little extra money in your side hustle, next time you get a hundred bucks for your birthday, you can take that and say, thank you, Lord. And you go out and you do something with it. You multiply it. I'm not talking about going to the casino here. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about, so right now, I had some extra money. I dropped it into some crypto accounts. I've watched that multiply. I've watched it drop, but I've watched it multiply. And then I watched it drop again. And then I watched it multiply more. And I know as long as I'm steady with that focus of I want to multiply this. This was, this was extra and I want to multiply this because I know I can do a lot of good with it. I know I can grow it. And I know I can do more with it. What's up, Peter, in the apocalypse? Um, right now, it's not the apocalypse, but it is midnight, so it kind of feels like it. But um, what specific crypto? So I bought personally, again, not uh, financial advice, but personally, I originally bought Ethereum and Bitcoin then after kind of learning more about it, just realized that like I didn't buy enough to make a difference unless you can buy like full coins. I mean, I had enough to buy a full Ethereum, but I couldn't buy a full Bitcoin. So um, I shifted over to some altcoins and some things that might might blow up, you know, might lose some money, but might blow up. So uh, that was important to me to be able to try some of those. So I've got like right now I've got uh, Cardano. And then I've got um, storage, and then I've got anchor, just a couple of different things like that. And I've got a couple more that I'm buying into. I literally got $100 for my birthday the other day from my parents. I'm 35 years old. They still gave me some cash. Uh, I'm putting that into, I opened a new bank account for my crypto, and my wife and I are putting into that. So just because we want, like, we get extra. And what can we do with it? We can go blow it on, you know, junk food. We can go uh, spend it on a night out. Or I can put it into something that might multiply. Because I believe God smiles on that because I have really good intentions with that. I want to multiply my resources so I can build kingdom. Because everything I touch, I want to build kingdom. My business, these live streams, my ministry, what I do at church. Uh, are you making NFTs without having a lot of Ethereum? Uh, are you are making NFTs? Okay, so you are making NFTs uh, without having a lot of Ethereum. Is it a good idea? Um, honestly, I don't know. I'm just now getting into NFTs. I used to be an artist for many, many years, and I love the idea of NFTs. So, didn't know you were a Christian. Heck yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's mainly what I do. I wrote a book, God Given Gifts of Brilliance, and it's at brilliancementor.com/book. Completely free. Um, it's like the code that I live my life by this entire framework so that I know exactly who I am. So that I stay happy. I stay in joy. I stay producing and multiplying. Uh, I'm able to do the things I want to do. It sounds crazy. It absolutely works. Um, 
God just gave me this vision for this book and I stopped during 2020 during this whole thing going on and I spent from September, October and November and wrote a full legitimate book. I made it into a digital book where you can go download it for free on my website, brilliancementor.com book. I promise you it will reveal more about yourself than you've ever known before and it will help you move towards your goals like a laser. As soon as you're done with that book, you're going to understand so much about yourself and how God made you to be. And literally within the first couple of chapters, it will start changing your game. That's why I wrote it. I want to help everyone that reads that book. And I, and I wanted it to be free so that nobody like had an excuse. Like There's no excuse now for friends, family, you guys not to read it because it is powerful and it uses Bible verses. There's 30 Bible verses in there that are anchored around uh, my belief system and the frameworks that I live my life by. So I'm big on taking those verses and building frameworks out of them that I can actually act on. So I take verses and I take those ideas and give practical application for your life so that you can look inside in five different areas, personal, professional, communal, your passions, and your spirituality and understand exactly what your agreements with yourself are in those areas so that the jobs you take, the side hustles, the friends, the relationships, the activities you take part in do not break the agreements you have with yourself so that you always, with every action you do, moving straight towards your destiny and your calling that God's calling you to every day. And I promise you, if you read it, take it to heart, pray on it, and apply it, you will get results. It's incredible. So, um, okay, a lot of comments here. Let me grab a couple. Uh, what specific crypto? I went and talked about that. Amen. God smiles. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, is it on Amazon? It is on Amazon. If you want to go buy it, you can buy it on Amazon, but you can get it for free on my website. So, either way, if you want to buy it, that's great. Amazon doesn't pay me a lot for them, but. Uh, so I'd rather give it away. And then I do have the second page you'll drop on is for 37 bucks, one-time payment. You can get, I have like a hundred videos in there where I teach the book to you. There's downloads, there's worksheets you can do with it. And I literally mentor you through the book page by page and give a lot of expanded material on the book on exactly how you can apply it and literally start building a life of success for yourself that's all biblically based, all spiritually sound, and all meant to get you pointed exactly where you're supposed to go. So you don't have to question decisions anymore. You can pray on stuff and know what you're supposed to do. So when God moves you in a direction, you know that that lines up with the agreements you have and the way he created you. And that you're not getting the wrong data. You're not getting data from mom and dad. You're not getting it from a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You're not getting it from a boss. You're getting the right data from yourself the way God created you and ultimately from him so that you can go in the right direction. So that's why I wrote it. And, and, and I literally use it every day. I used it today to make decisions. I use it to make decisions on what I live stream with you guys about. So it'll blow your mind. Go check it out. Uh, deal if you watch my YouTube video called Apocalypse Simulation on my channel, Peter. And the, yes, I will do that. Definitely. Um, I will go check that out. And in fact, if I don't comment on it by tomorrow, DM me on here a link and I promise I will go watch it. 
I may fall asleep after this, but uh, Apocalypse, uh, looking good as always. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, I'm tired. I went and rode today. I did a five-mile ride after I hurt my knee last week. You can see a little snippet of it on my TikTok page today. So, um, And I went and rode, did five miles on the e-bike. Knee is feeling better. I bought some braces today. Talking about when you fall off, getting back up. That's all about that multiplication mentality. I started exercising. I hurt myself. I stopped for a week. I felt awful. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy braces today. So I got some good compression braces for my knees. Got back on the bike today. And I feel amazing. So uh, multiplying that. Multiplying my time my exercise and by the way I made the decision to buy that bike and uh, I'll let you look it up I bought a Trek rail 9.7 awesome bike it's an electric mountain bike full suspension all carbon fiber has a Bosch motor on it epic epic bike and I've got really bad knees and my back is not so great from working in I worked in theater production for years and had to carry a lot of lumber and lighting and stuff like that so uh, and I'm also six foot four, so my frame, you know, got uh, kind of hurt over the years of doing all of that. So uh, I wanted an electric bike so I could really get out there and do something. And that was an example of multiplying. I could just keep going to the gym and riding a stationary bike, or I could go out and make an investment, multiply on the agreements I had with myself. And my agreement in my area of passion is adventure. And so if I'm not out adventuring, I don't get passion at the gym. I don't fill my life with passion. I fill my life with passion by being out on a trail, by hiking, by biking, by exploring. Those are the things that I do. So I had to, had to, had to go do that. That met that agreement. And I was able to make that decision. I bought that bike. I found it online, made the phone call, and I was in the truck the next morning seven hours later, headed to Colorado, which was an eight hour drive from here to pick up a brand new mountain bike. I went and bought that, brought it back that same day, made the decision, knew it was the bike for me, knew God wanted me to go get that, knew it was part of my story. And, and that's what this book will help you guys figure out how to do. Uh, again, I'm not an advisor here for finances or any of those things. But I'm here to mentor and I'm giving you guys the framework so you know exactly how you can go out and start applying this stuff. So uh, how can I have the Holy Spirit in me? So number one, ask for it. Ask for the Holy Spirit. Uh, so once you are saved, once you are, uh, you say yes to God, you say yes to Christ and to the blood and the forgiveness that he has given you. Uh, because little known fact i'm reading through this book um it's about the book of enoch and so we had sin introduced into our dna literally at the beginning in, in a time we don't even know or remember we all know the story of adam and eve but there are things that happened around that that are incredible and what it did was it manipulated our human genome with sin and what we do now to overcome that instead of going in and editing that we can't fix that because we are flawed from the beginning so we get saved we have to have a savior we ask christ to come into our lives we repent of our sin our original sin 
and the sin that we have performed in our life. And we follow him. He says, take up your cross and follow me. And that means I'm picking up my burdens and I'm following him. And sometimes the things that I thought I was about aren't what I'm about. And I teach a lot of that in my book on how to figure out what you're about and what you're really about and what he created you to be about. And there's some incredible things in there. I would definitely suggest checking that out. And then um, being spirit-filled is something that, to me, you ask for and you practice. Because when you say, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come and help me. Guide me. Comfort me. Be my friend. That's when that magic starts happening. And I, I don't have a better word for it because it's, you can't explain it. I get into this and I believe I have the Holy Spirit. I believe that right now we're doing church, whether we know it or not. And I believe he's here with us right now. And I talk a lot in my other live streams I've done, uh, and they're on my YouTube channel right now, about flow and being in this creative flow, input and output. And right in the middle of that is where the Holy Spirit really, really likes to work in my life where I'm learning and I'm growing here and I'm praying on stuff and asking and then I'm acting on that in one movement like this in and out in and out not in a in a in a pray and wait forever type thing I'm 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 learning and I'm praying and I'm growing and I'm acting on things and I'm trying things and testing things and I get in this flow and to me that's where the Holy Spirit goes yes you're multiplying you're multiplying and God's like go go let's do it and it's like, I just start getting in this groove, that creative flow, that place where I feel like I'm being operated by a spiritual presence and that my spiritual being is now working with that spiritual being. And that is what I love to teach. That's what I love to talk about. So, so that's what I would do. Ask for it and read the word on every instance the Holy Spirit shows up. So that you know what to look for, you know what to ask for, you know what to expect. And that is so huge to understanding that interaction. That interaction. And um, read the chapters. There's two, three chapters on spirituality in my book. And read that and the verses that go with it. And that's going to answer a lot of your questions, I believe. So uh peter says that's dope i'm gonna try to get an electric longboard oh yeah yeah that's awesome if my knee was better i would love to have a longboard but i have horrible balance because of it so i've got big old grippy pedals on my bike but uh amen praise jesus what's up uh va laredo welcome um and i wanted to say hey to who was it where are they where are they yes nehemiah okay yeah nehemiah 450 what's up welcome uh, I didn't welcome you when you came in, so sorry about that. But um, So what do you guys want to know about, about this Matthew principle? Um, so we've talked about there's three servants. They each get talents or coins. Um, and the two that go out and multiply them are given, split up the one coin that the one servant went out and buried and didn't multiply. So what does that mean to you? What does that mean? How can we like literally apply this to our life? So that's my question. Let me get some water so my throat keeps going here. So that verse goes on to then say, for everyone who has, more will be given. 
but the one who does not have even what he has. So even what he has will be taken away. This right here is why the rich get richer and the poor get poor. It is literally a law set up under the kingdom right here laid out for us. And I believe that is a law that there are so many kingdom laws in the Bible that our kingdom, the kingdom of man, the kingdom of earth still functions under. And we wonder why. And then we see something like this and go, hmm, I've noticed that. You even hear the news talking about it like, oh, the rich are getting richer. This right here, it's a principle, a kingdom principle. Uh, so let's see, uh, Peter says, it seems like one is a slothful one, uh, one is a working man, and one is an investing man. Dude, absolutely good insight there. I, I see that too. I mean, I see that, uh, you know, one is like just looking to get his and and chill and, you know, hope for the best. And then, then one is like, hey, I'm going to... I'm going to be wise with this. I'm going to go out and work, try to make more. And then another one's like, hey, I know some things. I know some, I know a guy over here. I know this person's had this success. So I'm going to go try to do something unique over here. And so um, I believe the, the spirit of investing is a spirit. I believe it's something God gives us, like that desire to, like, it's not a get-rich-quick thing. It's like a, a spirit or a heart for that because... We look at what we're given and we go, okay, how can I go out and work and make more and add more to this so I can invest it, so I can build wealth for myself, for my family, for my community, for my church, so I can affect the world. And by the way, when I say my church, I'm not just talking about the physical building that I go to on Sundays and that I'm going to in the morning. I run the media there. I'm going to go record some stuff and film some stuff. Uh, but I'm talking about my church, my church here, all of y'all. I'm talking about my church in me, in my communion with others. So how do we do this? How do we practically do this? And I think the best example is that idea and that spirit of actually going out and producing more. So if we don't make enough at our jobs... That spirit of entrepreneurship says, hey, I got a lot of crap laying around my house. Let me go sell some stuff and let me not buy more stuff. Let me sell that and then invest that or and or and I've done both and all of these, by the way, uh, we sold like 90 percent of our stuff before we moved into this property. Um, and I live in a beautiful area of West Texas. We have a canyon right over here outside my window right behind us. There's a farm. I live on two acres out here, beautiful backyard. My dogs get to run around and we made the decision to move into this house. That was a God thing. He paved the way, every bit of the way for us to get into this home. But it started with the decision to multiply. And we went, okay, what can we get rid of? Because I need to turn this into something. I'm going to convert this into cash. And then this cash, I'm going to take that. We're going to put that in an investment. So we made down payment with that. We furnished this home with that. We did a lot of different things around that. And we consolidated. Sometimes multiplying is actually clearing out the junk. And getting rid of stuff so that we have room to multiply. It's hard to multiply when the room is full. 
So think about that. Like, what do we have in our life that can actually be multiplied by getting rid of it? And that's a hard one. That was a hard one for me, but I got rid of a ton of stuff, kept a few things that were important to me and that I really needed. Got my lights in here still. Um, obviously my computers, but I upgraded my desks here, everything. I mean, uh, even my computer is new since I moved out here. And it's because I was like, okay, I'm going to sell all this stuff and I'm going to get rid of all of it. I'm going to multiply it because I'm going to upgrade my life so that I can do more and be more keep building kingdom. I can have more friends in this type of home. We have a big open concept leads out to the patio. We've had friends and family over for Easter and we had them over for Christmas and uh, barbecues and all kinds of stuff. I'm multiplying those interactions and those friends and stuff. So, uh, it's not about living the big flashy lifestyle, the kingdom life is about multiplication and in the middle of all that you get to enjoy so much and you get to be thankful for so much and you get to watch your life transform for his glory and your good it's a beautiful place to be in it's something i've been practicing and um, he has blessed me richly in it so i can't wait to read your book inspirational bro thank you so much peter uh really appreciate you being on here seriously i'm gonna go check out your video um and I will look that up right after this and go ahead and subscribe so I do not forget. Uh, thank you, underscore one, underscore. Thank you, Vajaruz, however you say your name. Thank you, Nehemiah. Appreciate you being on again. Um, seriously, you guys are my tribe here. Like, I love doing this. Um, I don't do this. I don't do this for me. I, I would prefer to be in bed right now. I do this because I want to talk with you guys. I do this because I want to multiply this community. By the way, thank you. We are almost at 10,000, and that's because of you guys. I mean, I started this at the end of February, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do the Brilliance Mentor channel, but I had been doing stuff just on growth mindset and leadership, pretty boring stuff. Um, and then I wrote that book and was like, okay, kingdom, I'm all in on the kingdom. And then I just started doubling down on that. That's what blew this channel up. I took, like, God gave me this inspiration. He gave me that book. He gave me a whole book. And I, and I just said yes and poured out into it. And I believe he wrote it through me. You talk about the Holy Spirit. There were moments I got done and my hand was shaking. And I didn't even remember what I wrote. And uh, stone cold sober. And I'm like, whoa. I read it back and learn something from myself from him, not from me, from him. I was able to share some of my stories in life through this, but it's just crazy how it happened. And so that was such an incredible place to be in. And you guys are what's driving this forward now. And I've said, yes, I'm going to keep doing this. This channel is for the kingdom. I'm all in on it. I'm even working on transforming my business into, into solely a kingdom business. I've struggled with trying to do that for years. Should I do it? Should I not do it? I've tried some things, but I've, it's just like putting my toe in and I'm like, I'm all in now. God, you've shown me. Thank you for the fruit. I'm going to go where the fruit is and I'm going to keep saying yes and I'm going to pour into it and I'm going to build this channels for the kingdom and my products, my services, everything I do now is for the kingdom and it's going gonna, it's gonna to teach the kingdom too. It's not going to be the covert thing. This is explicitly kingdom. 
This is for him. And not everyone, I don't believe, is called to do that. Not everybody should take their, uh, you know, tire and lube shop and turn it into the Jesus tire and lube shop. Uh, they can be covert about that and they can serve God through that. But for me, I don't know how to teach this stuff, guys, without the word of God in it. Because to me, it loses 90% of its power. When I take Matthew 25, 22 out of that, what am I talking about? Because this is what makes people successful, whether they know it or not. And a lot of people operate in these principles without knowing it. But I want to teach the real ones. That's important to me. And that's important to y'all. I know that because you guys have shown that. And God has shown that through this channel. So thank you for 10,000. We'll be there by the end of the weekend. Thank you guys. Share with your friends and family. I want to grow this. Uh, check out Kingdom Billionaires on YouTube, man. You'd love their content. Oh, dude. Awesome. I will. I will, and I love. I, I wish I could do more on YouTube. Um, I I love YouTube, but it's it's a it's a hard business to break into. But I believe that through this channel and what we're doing here on TikTok, God is going to do some amazing things through the YouTube community. I believe that algorithm is going to start popping off because of what we're doing here, and that's again because of you guys and because of God leads me, and I said yes. So. My call to you this week is say yes to multiplication. Don't look at something and go, how can I get one more of these? How do I get one more dollar? How do I multiply this dollar? Because when you multiply that dollar times 10 or 100 or 1,000, that starts making a difference in your life and you can make a bigger difference in other people's lives. Because you need people on your mission. And you can't get people for free. You have to buy people. You have to buy their time. You have to buy the resources. You have to buy their creativity and their mindset. Uh, you have to. Even if you're building a lawn business, if you're building a ministry, if you're building an organization, even if you're building something for fun, you want to go build a bike track, you got to have people build it. So you got to feed them. You got to have money to feed them. You got to have tools to work with. That's just a currency and a resource we have. And the love of all money is the root of all evil, sure. But if you're not focused on the money, you're focused on the multiplication of the resource to build the kingdom. Boom. That's when it happens. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being on. I got to go to bed because I got church to do tomorrow. But seriously, peace. You guys be brilliant. Don't ever let anyone tell you you're not because you have a creator that says you are. Love you guys.